0: This is chapter 12.3 in your book, Other Patterns of Inheritance. Mendel's principles offer a tidy set of rules with which to predict various patterns of inheritance. Unfortunately, biology is not a tidy science, and there are exceptions to every rule, including Mendel's. Beyond Dominant and Recessive Alleles. Most genes do not behave quite so neatly as the two-allele pattern of simple dominance shown by Mendel's peas. Many genes are quite a bit more complicated. Let's start with incomplete dominance. A cross between two four o'clock plants shows some common exception to Mendel's principles. Some alleles are neither completely dominant nor recessive. As shown in figure 12.11, the F1 generation produced by a cross between red colored flowers, big R, big R, and white colored, small r, small r, four o'clock plants consists of pink colored flowers, big R, little r. Which allele is dominant in this case? Neither one. Cases in which one allele is not completely dominant over another are called incomplete dominance. In incomplete dominance, the heterozygous phenotype lies somewhere between the two homozygous phenotypes. Codominance. A similar situation arises from codominance. Codominance is a situation in which the phenotypes produced by both alleles are clearly expressed. For example, in certain varieties of chickens, the allele for black feathers is co-dominant with the allele for white feathers. Heterozygous chickens have a color described as ermine, I think, speckled with black and white feathers as shown in figure 12.12. 12. Unlike the blending of red and white flowers and heterozygous four o'clock flowers, Black and white colors appear separately in chickens. Many human genes, including the one for a protein that controls cholesterol levels in the blood, show codominance too. People with the heterozygous form of this gene produce two different forms of the protein, each with a different effect on cholesterol levels. Multiple alleles So far, our examples have described genes for which there are only two alleles, such as small A and large A. In nature, such genes are the exception rather than the rule. Many genes exist in several different forms and are therefore said to have multiple alleles. A gene with more than two alleles is said to have multiple alleles. An individual, of course, usually only has two copies of each gene, But many different alleles are often found within a population. One of the best known examples is coat color in rabbits. A rabbit's coat color is determined by a single gene that has at least four different alleles as shown in figure 12.13. The four known alleles display a pattern of simple dominance that can produce four coat colors. Many other genes have multiple alleles, including the human genes for blood type. Polygenic traits. Many traits are produced by this interaction of several genes. Traits controlled by two or more genes are said to be polygenic traits, meaning many genes. At least two and as many as a dozen genes are responsible for the many different shades of human eye color. As you might expect, polygenic traits often show a wide range of phenotypes. Non-Mendelian inheritance. Nearly 100 years ago, botanists realized that some traits do not follow the patterns of inheritance described by Mendel. One example is leaf color in the morning glory, which is determined solely by the color of petal tissue in the maternal plant. This pattern known as maternal inheritance would not be predicted from Mendel's principles. Some traits follow non-Mendelian patterns of inheritance. What causes maternal inheritance? Chloroplasts and mitochondria contain genes of their own on small DNA molecules within both organelles. Chloroplasts in the morning glory plant are inherited from the egg cell, and these determine the leaf color of the offspring. Similarly, human mitochondria are inherited from the mother's egg cell. As a result, genetic disorders in human mitochondrial DNA also follow a pattern of maternal inheritance. Another source of non-Mendelian inheritance is caused by chemical modification of certain genes, a process known as gene genetic imprinting. In mice, for example, a gene regulating body size is imprinted in a way that silences it in the next generation whenever it is carried by a female. Mice inheriting the gene from their mothers may suffer suffer from dwarfism. However, mice inheriting the very same gene from their fathers do not. Genetic imprinting occurs in many human genes as well. Genes and the Environment The characteristics of any organism, whether plant, fruit fly, or human being, are not determined solely by the genes that the organism inherits. Genes provide a plan for development, but how that plan unfolds also depends on the environment. In other words, the phenotype of an organism is only partly determined by its genotype. Consider the buckeye butterfly shown in Figure 12.14. It is found throughout North America. Butterfly enthusiasts had noted for years that buckeyes hatching in the summer had different color patterns on their wings than those hatching in the fall. Scientific studies suggested a reason. Butterflies hatching in the shorter days of autumn had greater levels of pigment in their wings, making their markings appear darker than those hatching in the longer days of summer. In other words, the environment in which the butterfly is developed influences the expression of the genes for wing coloration. Environmental conditions can affect gene expression and influence genetically determined traits. An individual's actual phenotype is influenced by its environment as well as its genes. Studies on another species, the Western white butterfly, have shown the importance of changes in wig pigmentation. In order to fly effectively, the body temperature of the butterfly must be 28 to 40 degrees Celsius. Since the spring months are cooler in the West, greater pigmentation helps them reach the body temperatures needed for flight. Similarly, in the hot summer months, Less pigmentation enables the butterflies to avoid overheating. Okay, so one of the things we're going to be talking about in class is human blood types and how this is not an example, and human blood types is not an example of uh, Mendelian genetics. So that is one of the things we're going to be talking about. Okay, that's the end of 12.3.